welcome to the Movie Journey Podcast, where not only do we react and respond to many, many a film, but we also talk about everything else we've been watching. Ah, not everything. Let's not, not get Not going. everything. We Calm talk down. about some selected films that we have also watched that we, uh, you know, haven't watched together. You're not going to introduce me? How dare you? Is that how, is that how it is these days? As always, I'm joined by my usual co-host, uh, Mr. Daniel Henderson. Hendo, how are you going, my friend? I'm doing well, mate. Really? I feel like I've forgotten how to speak normally. Yeah, you, you haven't done this for a very long time. Don't worry, you'll get back into the groove. I have faith Why in you. Why am I talking like this? <laughs> Let's have a chat about some more recent movies that we've uh, watched and want to speak about. Shall we, Dean? We shall. All right, Dean, what have you watched recently? Uh, let's start with... Uh, let's go with Nitrum, Hendo. What the hell is Nitrum? So, Nitrum is a film I brought up to you a few months ago. What? How do you remember that? You can't remember what we spoke about five days ago. Yeah, but it was a few months ago. I remember because you being the movie lover that you are... Yeah, and you're not? As I as okay. I am too. But you are normally much more on top of new releases and the general uh, recent going-ons of films. No, not, not much anymore. So when I was like, oh, you heard about this film Nitrum, you're like, nah, what the fuck is that? I was like, oh, it's actually based on... Uh, Oh my god, I remember this now. Yeah, on the, About, uh, the um, massacre yeah, yeah, at Port Arthur. The Port Arthur, yeah, okay. Port Arthur massacre. Um, it's only because you walked in before and you said, you know that Nitrum is Martin spelled backwards? And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? And then you just started talking about it. Then I'm like, Martin. Oh, that's right. You were talking yeah, about the massacre yeah. movie. Yeah, Martin Bryant. Um, and yeah, like, I, you know, I, you know, like many people are interested in true crime. And I was, I was, I mean, I guess looking forward to seeing this film. Okay. So. Out of nowhere, I had someone at work say to me, have you seen Nitrum yet? I was like, what? Is that actually out? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's on, uh, it's on Stan here. And I was like, okay, oh, okay. okay. Um, so that night, I watched it. And yeah, it's about the, you know, more the lead up to the Port Arthur Massacre. Okay. Having a look at Martin Bryant's life that may have, you know, led to him committing mass murder. Yes. So more about the man and not the murder. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Like, don't go into this thinking you're going to see an hour of a massacre. And honestly, I'm glad. I'm, I'm yeah. really glad at how they portrayed this. I felt it was very... It was not glorifying the violence. They do not once in this film mention Martin Bryant's name. Ooh, okay. Um, not- so why Nitrum? Or is that a spoiler? Do you want me to... No, like, Nitrum, I, I couldn't work it out. I'm like, like he's only called Nitrum, like, twice or three times in this film. And I'm okay. like, is Nitrum his name? Like, are they... Is this actually, like, a full-on, this is what happened before the massacre? Or is this, like, a, you know, let's take bits and pieces? But then, yeah, no. So, it's, it's Martin backwards. And I like that this film doesn't want to... You know, make this this dickhead a you know famous person. I guess, yeah, um, more so than he already is. Sympath- sympathize with him. Oh, I mean, it's 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 funny you say that because you watch this film. Obviously, he has. I get. I mean, a tough life. Nothing obviously excuses the behavior, yes. but he does have a tough life and um, obstacles and challenges in his world. I mean, it's it's hard because you're watching. You're like, you do feel sympathy for him. Okay, you, you really do. Uh, and yeah, I, I thought well, was it? Anthony Lapali is in it. Um, okay, yeah, okay. He's he's yeah. He's haven't seen him for a while. He looks a little different. The guy who plays Martin Bryan is Banshee in the X Men First Class film. Which one's Banshee? The one that goes like that. 
Yeah, nah. Yeah, can't, can't yeah, 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 it's it's fine. Um, I thought the performance is really good. It's a really raw, gritty film. Like it's 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 a yuck film to look at. Yeah. Um, but I think it obviously suits the tone and what they're going for here. And I didn't know a lot of what I was being shown, so for that regard, I um I was enjoying. I was, I guess, enjoying. I can enjoy it. I was enjoying seeing like how this guy was living before before this happened. So I found it was really interesting. I enjoyed it, and I'm going to give it three and a half stars, Hendo. Ooh, very good. I will definitely throw that on the list. You should. What have you watched lately, Hendo? Uh, I watched Red Notice, the new Netflix massive film. Apparently, it's the biggest Netflix film ever. I have not watched this. When you have The Rock and Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot in a film, of course, it's going to probably be the, the highest watched film on Netflix ever makes total sense it doesn't really matter what the quality of the film is or even what the film's about you got those three massive actors it's going to generate watches it doesn't show the quality of the film because this film is so so boring the rock is so stale in this film he has absolutely no personality in this film which blows my mind because i would say the rock and ryan reynolds would have to be two of the most charismatic people working right now absolutely ryan reynolds the thing with ryan reynolds is he plays Ryan Reynolds in every movie. Yeah, and that's enjoyable. When he does it over and over and over again. I mean, we just saw Free Guy where he does the that, same Ryan Reynolds shtick. And it's I like not like that. you watch that and you say, gee, Ryan Reynolds was much the same. Like, yeah, of course he is. Yeah, but that film had a good premise and had a, a sort of a unique uh, style to the movie. But this one's like, oh, he's a professional art thief and she's the better. He, he's ranked number two in the world in art thieves. They she, rank them? Yep, yep. <laughs> I'm uh, Ryan Reynolds is the number two art thief in all the world, and Gal Gadot is the number one art. I'm like, what is Gal? Is there like a yeah? Is there a ranking online or something? And you know, The Rock is a FBI agent as he always is, but there's no fun quips with The Rock. He is just so one note and monotone. It's it's really kind of boring, and there's double crosses and triple crosses, and oh yeah, I'm working with this guy. Oh, actually no, I'm not. I'm working with this guy. Oh, I was just spoiler these alert, Andrew. I've not said a single. You're not watching this film. No, I'm really not. There is like cross on cross on cross, and you have it's. It gets to the point where it's like I don't, I don't care anymore. Like I actually don't care how this ends, and the ending is just terrible, mm. terrible. I really do not have an enjoyable time with this. The action, the action is so PG thirteen as well. I mean. Yeah, that I'm, over that, I'm over that sort of action, honestly. Oh, really? You're into the bloodthirsty I mean, stuff. When the things that happen in this movie, it's like, yeah, this should be a movie that has a little bit of, little bit of violence to it, not this, you know, cookie cutter nonsense. Cookie cutter. Gee, you really put this film on notice, Endo. Red notice. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. <laughs> I think everyone got that one. Uh, I thought you were struggling. There, I was sensing some, some vibes. I'm not sure what they were, but I actually think The Rock has to have it in his contract where he ends up in the jungle in some, you know. Said jungle in this. There's jungle. The last the last thirty years he's in the jungle in his little khaki uniform and all that. He's I think it has to be in his contract. He shows up in the jungle at least once in every movie. But super boring film. Two stars for me for Red Notice. Was he in Welcome to the Jungle? Yes. Wow. Yes. What about that? He's also in Jumanji. Welcome to the Jungle. (laughs) And Jungle Cruise. Yes. Which I haven't seen. That's. Better than this, but still, I don't recommend that one. Yeah. Uh, I believe we also both watched uh, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. We yes. did. We did, Hendo. Uh, I spent this whole time calling it Shang-Chi. Oh, you, the Aussie God, accent. you Aussie, you <laughs> have some culture about you. It's definitely Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Yeah, this Marvel movie, it's uh, good. I really, really enjoyed this movie. Good. No, it's very good. Yeah. This film is, uh, yeah, it's like one of the out-of-nowhere 
really strong origin films that Marvel has a knack of doing, you know, a la Guardians of the Galaxy. It's not obviously anything like Guardians of the Galaxy, but it's just that you don't know any of these people going in and throughout the movie you learn to really like them. So (laughs) this was definitely a breath of fresh air for me, especially coming after uh, Black Widow, which which I enjoy, don't get me wrong, but... You know, that is a standard Marvel film. Uh, see, I actually think Black Widow was pretty pretty solid as well in terms of being a pretty decent spy film. I think I like that yeah. a, a fair, bit, fair bit more than you. I mean, what did I give Black Widow? Probably three and a half? Yeah, I gave it four. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, like Black Widow's... Anyway, we're not talking about yeah, Black Widow. Yeah, yeah. Shang-Chi. 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 <laughs> Damn it. Uh, no, the cast is amazing. Yep. This Asian cast is, like, really, really strong. How good is Tony Leung? Oh, t- oh man. These people are great. This really has Shall a yo. this has a great sense of family and like the love interest and the way they present it at the start. Like I know you Yes. I know you're a big fan of In the Mood for Love. Go ahead, yes. Has some really kind of strong vibes at the start where the when he's uh He's doing his somewhat play fight with his future wife at the at the start of this movie, it re- and he, I got um sense of uh, hero vibes as well with the wushu and the mm. you know the, the the dancing leaves around as they as they're doing their, their oh martial definitely arts. definitely yeah. hero house of flying daggers yeah. a bit of throw some crouching tiger eating dragon in there like that we haven't seen a film or at least I haven't seen a film like that in quite some time yeah so I, I love them so seeing seeing this here it was it was great like yeah. Yeah, really, really strong. Uh, for me, I go on four stars. Me too, mate. Four stars for Shang-Chi. For the record, do you like this more than Black Widow? Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep. No, really, really good. Yeah, I also watched another film, which I believe you mentioned to me. Sure. Was it? Uh, what is it? Tick, tick, boom. Yeah, I did mention that. Now, the only reason I watched it is because it was directed by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Ah, Hamilton. Hamilton. I mean, this uh, has to be a five-star for you if it's if it's Hamilton-related. I mean- What did you, you think of uh, In the Heights, by the way? Yeah, well, great. Oh, yeah. Uh, How do you familiar. know you didn't finish it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, there you go. That says a lot. I uh, didn't finish it. So, yeah, that definitely, you know, it's nice to see his, his origins, old Lin-Manuel. But uh, no, In the Heights, certainly no Hamilton. Uh, this film is nothing like Hamilton or In the Heights. Yes. Uh, this is about a, this is a true story, I believe. Yes, it's a true story yeah. about a famous Broadway writer. Again. Go on. I believe. Um, Andrew Garfield plays this famous Broadway writer whose name has escaped me. Of course. Um, I've got to be honest, I did not enjoy this film at the start. Oh, okay. Um, this was one of the films where I put it on and I was like, oh, am I going to actually enjoy this? Like, am I going to like this? It is so, uh, so, so much music. So much music. Yeah. Um, What's wrong with that? Yeah, like, I don't know. This is such a musical. Like, a massive What's wrong mu- with that? Yeah, I know. You love Hamilton. I know, but Hamilton is a... Is a, is a, is a unicorn. unicorn. Oh, come on. Don't copy me. Uh, yeah, so... <sighs> This film really grew on me, though. Okay. Andrew Garfield is fantastic in this film. Andrew Garfield is really, really good. I did hear he's up for one of the top contenders for Best Actor this year. Really? Yes. This would be a different performance to win that award. That's for sure. Okay. Uh, He does a heap of singing, obviously. Yes. Uh, But no, the more I watched this, the more I liked it. Uh, There's some supporting actors in it. But really, it's, it's just about this guy trying to write a musical. Cool. It's yeah. It, I don't know that you'll enjoy it if you ever watched it, but uh, why would yeah. you say that? Eh, you're not really a man of culture. Did uh, I not like Hamilton very, very much as well? 
I feel like you only liked Hamilton because I liked Hamilton. I mean, I got through in the heights. Trying to press me, probably. (laughs) Um, But no, I give Tick, Tick, Boom, which, by the way, I hate the title, Tick, Tick, Boom. Uh, I give that three and a half. A soft three and a half. Ooh, nearly a three. Nearly Ooh. a three. But no, I, I boosted You may have just up. unsold me then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I watched Bruised, uh, a Netflix film starring, starring Halle Berry as a Dan in the Dumps uh, MMA fighter who- What? How yeah. old is Halle Berry? Uh, no offense to Halle Berry. She's like 54, but I believe. Are there many 54-year-old MMA I don't think fighters? she's playing a 54-year-old in this. I think she's more in her 40s, I believe. So are she, there many forty-something-year-old <laughs> MMA fighters? Surely they're past their peak. Um, she's definitely past her peak. Or is it like how they have like um like heavyweight, you know, lightweight, yeah, de- like she was a UFC is there like fighter, forty-something a, a weight. She was a UFC fighter who is out of the UFC now, and she's she she's out of the game basically, and she gets you know pulled back into this uh, other variety of uh, MMA that she's uh, participating in. And then all of a sudden, uh, her estranged kid gets dumped at her door, like a, a five-year-old kid. And it just goes from there, where she's got you know rise rise to How the do you challenge. Have an estranged five year old. Uh, she left the the kid with her father, with the father, uh, and then went off to go do MMA. And I, I don't want to get too much in that. This movie is just the most cliche sports film you'd ever seen in your life. Every box gets ticked in how to make a generic sports film in mm. this, including you know the final fight at the end and. Yada yada yada. The, tr- the 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 trials and tribulations she has to go through the film to rise up and become a a, a good mom and a, you know a good person and get the bad people out of her life. The problem is with this movie is that it is incredibly generic and it is incredibly long. I think this goes for two hours and like fifteen minutes, and a lot of it is just rinse and repeat. Oh, she has a a big argument with her mum, and so she you know she walks off with the kid, and then she sits down for a bit and she ponders, and then she goes back and she you know reconciles with her mum, and then she goes off and then she has a big fight with her boyfriend, and she it's all right, all right, all right. yeah over and over. She has a big fight with the, with the, the trainer. Okay. Uh, yeah. it's, it was so boring. The script is so bad. Yeah. It, is, it is just woeful. I really found this quite a chore to get through. There's really not a ton. Halle Berry looks like that she's really trying her best in this film, and she's probably the best part of the movie, but the writing doesn't save her. Is she buff? Did she get like Tom Hardy buff? Not built like that, but she's definitely Does she have fit. an enormous neck? No. <laughs> No, overall, really kind of boring film. Is a soft two stars. Ooh. Yeah. You know what isn't a boring film, Hendo? What's that? I rewatched uh, the Creed movies recently. Yeah. Man, they're so good. Are they? They are so good. I don't remember what I originally gave them, but even Creed 2 is just like, oh, oh man, I, I just, yeah. Yeah, they're both fantastic. Oh, they're so good. I couldn't believe it. Anyway. What else did I watch? And, uh, oh, I believe we both watched uh, yes. the sequel to Venom. Yes. Let is, There Be Carnage. Yeah, Let There Be Carnage, hey? Carnage. I don't think they ever say that in the movie. Do they say Let There Be Carnage? They probably do. It's fucking film. Ooh. <laughs> so I, I really liked Venom. Um, I think we're And I, I don't think I did. No, you didn't like it. Uh, what did I give the first Venom? Three and a half or four? Nah, surely not four. Uh, I think from memory, three and a half, as I'm just uh, scrolling through our letterbox here to see. Look, I gave it a two stars. Wow. And Mr. Dean Jeffrey, if he was even logging and rating films back then. Surely. Wow. <laughs> Did I not? <laughs> three and a half stars you gave okay. old first Venom here. Okay. So I went into this, like, I obviously like the comic stuff. Uh, TV shows like the character of Carnage. I was looking forward to seeing this, like a lot of people were. Um, 
Actually, my son Ethan was very excited to see this. And I mean, super, super excited. Yeah. Um, so I organized to take him and a friend of his to cinemas to see this. Uh, you know, it was all built up, like counting down the days. Yeah. Finally, gets to it. I come home after work. Right, kids, jump in the car. Just Ethan and his mate, you know, leave the girls at home, which is in itself just very exciting for him. <laughs> So I was like, all right, let's go to the shop and get some some uh, snacks because I'm a tight ass and I'm not buying cinema popcorn. Uh, and anyway, so we go to the cinema and there's no one in the car park. And I'm like, gee, that's like I know cinemas are on tough times, but geez, I expected more than this. Yeah. And it's it's Thursday, you know, it's first day out, right? And I've checked the, the cinema thing and I'm like, because I was going to see it Friday night or Saturday. So I'm sort of looking around and I'm like, what time's it on? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, that's a good time. So we walk up to the door. It's dark inside. I'm like, oh no, here we go. There's a sign saying, uh, "Movies will uh, no, we will open 15 minutes before a film starts or something." I was like, oh, that's different. Okay, it's like surely there's other films going right now. Then again, who knows what post-COVID cinemas look like? Yeah, exactly. And I'm standing there for a bit. And I'm like, I bet I better go online again and check this out. <laughs> So, the cinema's closed on Thursday now, Hendo. Wow. Wow. Cinema closed on Thursdays. Opening day. closed on Thursday. Fair to say, no one was very impressed. Yeah. It was a school night. Yeah. So, the possibility of going, you know, travelling 30, 35 minutes away. Nope. Not going to happen. Nope. So, I was like, all right, you know, don't get down, kids. It's fine. You know, are we busy tomorrow? And like, nah. Ethan's mate, got to go to his dad. So he's out for like the next four days. And I'm I was like, this is a disaster. Yeah. And we're driving back and I was like, oh, what can we do? I was like, oh, you know what? You know what? We'll we'll see it. Again. You know, don't worry. We'll, we'll catch it as soon as we can. And Ethan goes, can we just watch it at home? I was like, yeah. ding. There you go. Perfect. So uh, we got home. We said to the women. Get out. <laughs> Al Andrew, have man time. We sat down, ate our snacks and watched it. It was a really good time. The experience of sitting down and watching a film. Uh, so let's actually talk about this film. Sorry yeah, please, for that long-winded please. story, um, but I was very annoyed. Wow. I don't know about this film. I don't know why I didn't like it. I didn't like okay. it. Um, it felt like the character of Carnage had like absolutely no agency. Like it's okay. just, I don't think Woody Harrelson was good. He was just Woody Harrelson and then it's just CG Versus CG. I know. I know. I know. You're going to complain that a, a superhero movie or, you know, one of these types of movies, CG is too much. It's all CG. But Venom, but Venom is just like you can change. Did you want Venom stuff. to be practical? Yeah. But the thing is, I also felt like the character of Venom was just dumb. Okay. Um, and too comedic. What did you think of this film? That's why I like this film. You like this film? I enjoyed this film. Really? Yeah. Because of the camaraderie and the fun playfulness between Eddie Brock and Venom in this film. I was laughing hysterically what? in this film. You were with the not. banter between you these two. Not. There were some moments, man, where I was, I was actually laughing out loud. Like, this is what I wanted to see. This is a fun... Like, it's an alien down from, you know, planet whatever to take over the form of, of a man. And the first movie just... It's so... It takes itself too seriously. This film, it knows what kind of movie it is. It plays with it. It is fun. All the moments between Tom Hardy and Venom Tom Hardy was so much fun. 
There's a scene where Venom goes to a rave. I swear to God, I loved that. That was so good. I am shocked what I'm hearing here. <laughs> yes, I agree. Woody Harrelson is pretty wooden. I didn't really care much for Carnage or that story that went on the side there with Woody Harrelson and his, and his soon-to-be wife, bride, whatever yeah, which, it was. Why did she have superpowers? Exactly. I don't give a shit. Okay. I did not care. I found the uh, the scenes with Eddie Brock and Venom extremely entertaining. I'm not going too far ahead. I'm giving this a three stars. I did enjoy, it, but not to the extent of you know putting up to. Oh wow, it was amazing. There was a there was enough there for me to have mm. an entertaining time, and it was short. It was a short film. Finally, I, I'm not even kidding. I felt the runtime. I was just like, oh my god, you when felt is this the runtime. Yeah, you felt how short it was. was yeah, that's like, good. When is this film going to end? You felt the runtime. Like, wow, too this, long. this movie was too long. This movie was uh, short. It was uh, one and done. It was done. No, you know, no. hour and a half. Boom. We're in and out. That's nope. what I like to see. I'm so glad I didn't see this at cinemas. I'm giving this two and a half stars. End. Wow, I never thought I'd see the day where I, I like a Venom sh- film more than you. I am beyond shocked that you like this film. <laughs> I, man, there were so many fun scenes in this film. What have I been watching? Oh, Succession. Have I talked about Succession on here? You haven't talked about Succession. Oh, my God. Thank you, whoever put it in our Discord. Movie Journey Discord there. Uh, Whoever said Succession was as good as Breaking Bad and The Wire. Now, I'm not a huge Wire fan. I know. I'm sorry. I've tried a few times. I just can't get into it. Um, But considering someone put it in that bracket, I was like, yeah, you know what? I might check it out. Oh, oh, love it. Okay. Absolutely love it. Watched it in like... A week, I've gotten multiple people onto it as well. Brother Shane being one of them. Nice. People at work, I'm just like, oh, I've got to watch Succession. It's so addictive. There's only like three seasons out and they're short seasons, so it's not it's not a massive uh, time commitment. Cool. It's really right. good. You need to lift your game and watch it. No, I've been watching movies and, you know, editing everything, doing basically everything for the show. But uh, even still, I think I've managed... Uh, how many have I got here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven films. I can talk about seven films. Whereas you, what are you talking about? Three? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? What am I talking about? What one, films have you seen? Have I talked about Tick, Tick, Boom? Yes, you have. So, yeah, I've got one, two, three, I think. Okay, well, I'll start off with a couple that I've seen that you haven't and one that you shouldn't see, which is Jolt uh, it's from this year. It's got Kate Beckinsale as this uh, this woman who has... This weird uh, medical condition where, like, she gets really angry really quick, and then it causes her to like go crazy and like be like this assassin ninja kung fu person who can just like take anyone out. It's like a rage filled problem, but a rage filled uh, Jason Bourne. No, more like Crank, where she gets um, basically this electro uh, suit put on her, and every time she feels the urge, like she's going to snap, she she hits the button and it gives her like electric jolt and it puts her back to normal. And it's, yeah, it's ridiculous where something happens in her life which causes her to be like, you know, fuck the vest and she's going to go find out. You know, it's like a murder mystery kind of thing, but then she goes crazy with her joltiness and it's not good at all. And mm. yeah, it wasn't fun at all. Two stars for that one there. What's Kate Beckinsale's best film? Click. Yeah, pro- probably. This might have been the second film I've seen her in. You haven't perhaps. seen any of the Underworlds? Nope. Wow. Oh, did you see that other one? Um, it's about the, it's about racism. I saw it at the uh, Peninsula Cinemas Film Festival. What was that one called? With Kate Beckinsale? Yeah. She plays a mum. The cover's like this up-close black face, I think. Oh, yeah. What's that called? Uh, No, I can't remember. uh, Did you see it? Yeah, I did see that. She's the mum in that. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I've seen her in three films then. Yeah, there you go. All right. What else did I watch? Oh, Oh, there's a film that we haven't spoken about. I know you've seen The Power of the Dog. You watched that a a while ago, though, didn't you? I did. I got the advanced screenings. 
good stuff. <laughs> yeah, Power of the Dog. I did not see that you watched that. Uh, yeah. I have no idea what you thought of it. Hendo, what did you think of that? Uh, on initial impressions after the movie, I was I thought it was fine. Like I thought mm. there was good performances. And you started reading that other people really like it, and you're like, you know what? No. I really like it too. No. I was generally confused as to the ending of it. I'm like, I didn't know what it what had happened, really. Hmm. Uh, upon reflection of... Just a reflection. Just a reflection of the movie itself. Because I, I, I thought, yeah, that's it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it to... Probably put it to three and a half based on the, the good cinematography score and the acting in it. But generally, the story... Stop saying generally. I, th- I felt like I missed something, but I just kept wanting to go back to it. Like, it was always in my mind, like, geez, I feel like there's something there that I've missed... So I did rewatch it. What? Yeah. You watched this long, slow, boring film twice? I What? It was I tell you. You are kidding me. When did you rewatch it? There was so much that I missed out on that on a second viewing boosted this up so I bet you were just playing on your phone. I bet actually I bet you were editing because you do it all and you you were editing and you had it on like a little screen to the left, didn't you? It could have been the first go I might have been doing something else. Yeah, shocker. And then then I actually sat down and watched the film. Can you believe it? It's good. It's a lot better when you actually pay attention to the movie. I bumped up to four stars because I thought this this movie was very, very good. Mm. Like I thoroughly enjoyed this film. I can't believe you watched it twice. Uh, I just there was so much by the end of I'm like, okay, I don't understand what happened here. I feel like I've missed a couple of things, but mm. and I'm intrigued to go back and figure out what's going on. And then watching it a second time, knowing how, you know, knowing the conclusion of this movie and all the subtle little hints that you miss along the way, whether you're, you know, editing or doing something else. I don't know. What did what did you think of it overall? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I agree with the positives that you said. Cinematography is really good. The acting and cast is really good. Jesse Plemons, always great to see. Benedict Cumberbatch, finally, not playing himself. It's true. Uh who knew? It could happen. <laughs> Good on you, Benedict. More roles like that, please. Yeah, I think he's uh, maybe second favourite to win Best Actor this year at the moment. Behind Will Smith? Yes. King Will? Ki- I mean, he'd like to call it that. <laughs> yeah. Um, nah, yeah, he was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kirsten Dunst, she's always good too. So always? strong. What's she not good in? Fargo? Oh, Interview t- with a Vampire? Uh, uh, TV show. Yeah, it's still acting if it's on TV I or mean, a cinema. Hendo. I don't think she's, she's, ever, she's always really good. She's just, she's just fine. I've never, give, I've never given her like a standout, wow, that was incredible performance. She's like, yeah, she's good. You got no appreciation. <laughs> Jumanji, that's the one. Jumanji. <laughs> Jumanji. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, it's slow, but like I didn't, I, I say slow, it's not a negative. I was just like, yeah, it's a slow film, it's fine. Three and a half. Cool. I mean, it's better than fine. It's it's It has very strong, strong points. Yes, Three and a half. Absolutely. Uh, let's see what else. I'll talk about last night in Soho before we go back to. A I have not evil. seen it. Yeah, look, do you know? I, th- I think we spoke about it briefly. You don't know anything about the movie, it's do like you? Like Stranger Things? Is there an upside down world? Mm, not really. Okay, then yeah. no. Okay, I know there's like two main stars: uh, Thomas and Mackenzie, mm-hmm. and the chess girl. Yes, and your Taylor Joy. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Really, anything else? Do you want me to tell you a brief plot? Not really. Okay. Well, it's uh, a lot, a lot different to any of the other Edgar Wright films out there. It is almost like it's virtually- Is this one actually funny or- That was a joke. <laughs> Come on. Calm down. Uh, very, very different tone to all these other ones. There's a lot- Edgar Wright loves to put a lot of attention to detail in his movies. He definitely does that here with this movie. It is it is like the, de- the detail that he puts in in regards to- 
I can't even say anything about the movie in terms of just a, a general idea about it, but mm. where the where the attention to the detail needs to be in this movie, he does it 100%, and yeah, it really okay. shows, okay? I think this movie starts to lose its luster. Like, okay, it's lackluster towards the end of the movie. I didn't like the conclusion of you know, it. You know what it is in my head? I'm, I'm expecting another um, Hemsworth film with the motel. L- nah. What's that movie called? Oh, Last Night. No, no, it's Last Night. Sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, L time. Bad Times of the El Royale. Yeah, bad Times a- of the El Royale. That is what I'm expecting from no, this film. No, it's not like that. Okay. Uh, it's it's Similar pretty good. colour sort of palette? Maybe. Hmm. I think this, is more, this has a lot more blue as opposed to that one. had a lot more orange, I reckon. Yeah. Uh, you don't know. Uh, look, I think this is fine. It, it passes for me, three stars, but I feel like the ending... Almost drops at half a star for me. I didn't really like the ending. Have you considered actually watching it? No, I will actually watch this one. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay, you. Because after the power of the dog, I'm like, might need to actually start watching some of these films. Let's leave the editing for two hours, okay? Let's watch a movie. Honestly, I think it's unforgivable that you don't watch films properly. Speaking of unforgivable, stop looking at my diary here. <laughs> it's hard not to. <laughs> Love reading your diary. Uh, the, the, the unforgivable <laughs> is a. Netflix film starring who, Dean? Sandra. <laughs> Sandy Bullock. <laughs> this movie... Okay, so I'll... She's ca- actually... she's uh, She's got another one coming out. The Lost City yeah, or I, something. I saw the trailer for that. It, it I looked- saw the trailer and, like, I say trailer, I mean it started playing something, I think, when I hovered over it, yeah. hovered over it on Netflix. And I was like, okay, this doesn't look too bad. And then it was like, dude. And I was like, oh, okay. Way to ruin that for me. What? Was, yeah. I didn't like it. Uh, okay, I have no idea what you're talking about. There was like a uh, yeah. We don't have to get into it. Okay. Did it? What did it? Uh, was it an unskippable ad on your Pornhub video? Like, ah, I don't like this movie now. There are unskip. <laughs> Who doesn't watch the ads? <laughs> I rarely make it to the video, Hendo. <laughs> okay, so the unforgivable is about a a woman who is in who comes out of prison after 20 years and is trying to reconnect with her. Uh, her sister, who got adopted after she went into prison, it's and and, and she, the uh, sister really young. She was really young at the time, and now she's like in her early twenties, I guess. Okay, and it's about her. It's about Sandra Bullock trying to adapt into her new environment where people are still, you know, uh, against her for what she did. Is Sandra hard in this film? She's definitely hard. Really, in this film. she's hard, hard as nails. Is she actually? Because she's always that same character. No, no, no. She's tough. She's she's tough in this one. She's really? a badass. Yeah. But the problem with this film wow. is that there's too many multiple conflicting storylines. Like, too many shots of Sandra Bullock. Be honest. Lots of lots of shots of Sandra Bullock in this film. But there's so many sub stories in this film that got really boring and unneeded. There's a story about unneeded. these the the sons of. Basically, the sons of the person that she murdered back in the day and how they're coping with it and how they want to try and get their revenge on her. And I'm like, these guys, I don't give a shit about. They are not acting well and they are boring and they focus a lot of attention on them. There's also mm. the story- Do they wear tracksuits? Uh, I can't remember. There's also a sub-story uh, with Vincent D'Onofrio and Viola Davis. Oh, how good's Vincent D'Onofrio? He's pretty Viola good. Viola Davis is in this? Yeah, yeah. There's a, uh, what is Sandra Bullock doing in this? They play, I think he plays her lawyer and she play, and Viola Davis plays her his um, wife and because they live in her old house now. It's a huge coincidence. There's a lot of stuff here that just, they're throwing so much of the wall. I'm just so of surprised sticks. to hear the big guys in this. It's awesome. Good, yeah, good stuff. <laughs> 
Uh, look, overall, I think I think actually Sandra Bullock is okay in this film, and there are some pretty decent acting uh, sections in this film. Attempts. Viola Davis. There's a, there's a big scene between Viola Davis and Sandra Bullock where. I mean, Viola Davis just outshines her in every single way, but it, and it's a it's a really powerful scene. But there's a lot in between that is just it just drags it, and it goes for nearly two and a half hours, I think. What was the name of that amazing film we watched? Doubt. Thank you, man. What that's, a film! That's fantastic. Viola Davis film, is like oh. this film. I'm going to give two and a half. I think just not enough there to give it the old recommend. Fair enough. Um, well, I actually watched uh, something based on your recommendation. Uh, the Harder They Fall, Hendo. Ah, yes, I watched The Harder They Fall. Hmm. Uh, saw that on Netflix, saw the old Idris Elba Idris, popping up there. I mean, it's not just Idris Elba, it's hoo-hoo of uh, hot black people at the moment. And I saw, uh, I don't know where I saw it from or where I heard it, but they were talk, people were talking like, it's got a lot of Tarantino vibes to it, and I'm like, okay, I'll check this out. So I chucked it on, definitely felt a lot of Django Unchained there with the music and the way it was the edited. Slow-mo. Yeah, the slow-mo. I thought this was really good. And as I was halfway through the movie and I'm like, I'm going to text Dean to tell him to watch it. You were halfway through when you texted me. No, no, I was at the end when I texted you. But I'm like, I feel like this is a movie that Dean will enjoy. Okay. Uh, Yeah, what did Lakeith Stanfield, uh, uh, Regina Hall, Regina King? Regina King. Regina King's in this. Yep. Uh, Zazie Beetz is in this as well. Definitely. Uh, Not just Lakeith. Who's the other... <sighs> Who's the other really good black guy in this? I mean, they're all good. Yeah. Idris. Nah, isn't oh, um, the the main guy. Uh, yeah. What's the main Jonathan guy? Majors. Yes, Jonathan yeah. Majors. Yeah, he was great too. Yeah, this this movie is really good, really entertaining. Uh, may have may have lulled in the middle for yeah. a bit. Yeah, but it's the start a, was great. Yeah. The the yeah. I thought the ending was fantastic. Definitely inconsistent. Uh, I I give this four stars. I thought this was a, a genuine solid film. Yeah, I'm not as high on yeah, it. Yeah, I know. You just sort of let me down there. What did I give it? Three and a half? I think I gave it three and a half. Yeah, three and a half. So it's, yeah, I just felt like it was, it was boring in, in places. Okay. Um, but no, like, yeah, the cast was great. The action scenes are, were pretty strong. So three and a half stars. Not bad. Not bad. Fair enough. All right. I did catch up and watch Tick, Tick, Boom. You gave that a little nice review. On three and a half time. as well. A lot of three and a half for me at the moment. Yeah, I will also give this three and a half. Really? I'm surprised yeah. you got through it. No, I didn't have any problems with this film. It's uh, some good some good songs, good uh, musical performances here. I thought Andrew Garfield was really, really good. Really good in this film. This. And I really like the story as well. I didn't realise it was a true story until the end when they show you know, all the Yeah, me neither. The, the and I, I like that. That, yeah. that did sort of make me appreciate it more. Because, you know, obviously you said uh, directed by Lin-Manuel Miranda, and I thought that that might have just been another one of... His recollections, like not him yeah, specifically, but, but his yeah. stories. Yeah, like one know. of his journeys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so, not. No, it's not. Andrew Garfield is not playing Lin Manuel Miranda. It's this. about the. It's a true story about the guy who made Rent. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and you know all his struggles getting to that point you know, in his career. Hmm. And yeah, really, really good film. Uh, some of the musical numbers I could have done without, but you a don't lot like of them, the music. No, I didn't say that. I said some of the musical numbers. Which ones? I can't remember. Give now. me a number. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought it was a really good film. Three and a half stars. Definitely recommend that one. I watched Ridley Scott's latest Snafu. Snafu. Uh, the Last Jewel. Okay. Which could be his last film. Doesn't he have another one uh, coming out at this exact time too? Yeah, it might not be, but there's every. What was the other one? He's got two coming out this year, doesn't he? Does he? I mean, yeah. this year we're. <laughs> 
like a week away from the end of this year. I feel like he's got like there's two films that they're, they're discussing about him, and this was one of them. And then there's another one that's potential. I think it's one of the Oscar ones. Oh fuck! Oh, oh here we go. You filibuster for a second. Okay. Well, oh no, I've only I've only got one more film to talk about, and it's the one we're saving to the end. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Okay, so out of the ones that I've spoken about today, I would definitely recommend. Oh, that's a tough one between the harder they fall and the power of the dog. But I think, I mean, how can, how can you recommend one over the other? You're looking for a good, you know, sort of uh, actiony sort of movie that uh, keeps you pumping along. Oh, House of Gucci, 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 Gucci. What is it? House of Gucci. Gucci. Yeah, I'm not a fashion guy. How do they fall for the you know the no the good Hender. the good one um, and so, the slow burn power of the dog? Go cool. for it, Dean. Um, what was I talking about? Last jewel. Yep. So I actually watched this with brother Shane. As like would have it. Oh, I saw that he logged that too. Mm. Good stuff, Shane. Mm. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we watched it. Do you know anything about this film? It lo- it looks medieval. Do you mean medieval? It we got Ben Affleck with a stupid chin, chin beard yep. thingy. Yep. Uh, Damon's in it. Yep. The girl from Killing Eve is in it. Never saw Killing Eve. Me neither, but I know that that's her. Jodie Comer? <laughs> yeah, I think here I watched Killing Eve. Yeah, that's all. Uh, it looks like a Outlaw King style movie. I didn't get through Outlaw King. You I'm didn't? not going to lie. No. Uh, okay, so last jewel, I knew what you knew as well. Mm-hmm. And I don't really want to give any more away with the plot, to be honest. Is it the last jewel? Is it like a sequel to Good Will Hunting? With Ben Affleck and Matt Damon? I mean, this is the first film they have actually written since Goodwill Hunting. So you're going to say it's since they, the, one of the, the first two films they've starred in. It's like, no, no, no. They've starred in more since then. No, I didn't say that at all, Hendo. No, that's what I thought you were going to say. No, that first, first film since Goodwill Hunting that they have both written together. Go on. And they did have help from another lady. Or a lady, not another lady. <laughs> I, I, her name escapes me. Uh, this film looks good. Mm-hmm. The plot is... Hard to follow. Okay. Um, did, you, did you not want to explain the pot, plot because you couldn't? No, I, I get it. Um, oh, Brother know? Shane really struggled. Like, we, there was multiple pauses and he's like, what's going on? You should have filmed your reaction. I mean, we there was many a joke like, <laughs> he sat down and he's like, you're not filming or anything? <laughs> Secret camera. I said to him, I was like, do you want me to like react as I'm getting... He's like, please don't. <laughs> um, no, this was... Yeah, it's it's filmed in a way that is unconventional. Okay. Um, which uh, that's probably all I'll say. I quite enjoyed it. By the end of the film, I was on board with how it was done. Yep. I'm not going to say it's super original, but it's different from the main what you usually get. Okay. Sound was fantastic. Yep. Um, really, really good sound design. I think the overall story, performances, storytelling structure. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Cool. Three okay. and a half stars. All right. I really, I've got to stress. First half hour, just get through it. Okay. There'll be stuff there. It's just like, what the fuck's going on? Okay. Just get through it. Just have the. Don't be looking at other stuff. Just keep watching the main thing. It'll be fine. Uh, we'll get, get to that it. eventually. You hopefully. should. I think you'll give it a three and a half as well. Okay. Unless you see heaps of really, really good reviews, in which case you'll go four. <laughs> uh, okay. We've got a big film to talk about, of course. The second last jewel. No, it's not. Uh, of course, Spider-Man. What's it called? No Way Home, this one. Yeah, I kind of... Originally, I liked all the home stuff, but when I'm talking about this field to other people, I'm actually getting the name confused. Like, is this Far From Home? I was going to say Far From Home then. No, it's No Way Home. Yeah. It's definitely not in a homecoming, but yeah, I, I do... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, both saw this at the cinema. Can you course. believe 
how many films Tom Holland has now appeared in as Spider-Man? And you think about like the old days, Tobey Maguire's obviously got the three, Civil War, Spider-Man 1, 2, 3, Avengers, Infinity War and Endgame. Is that it? I think so. Yeah. That's like... That's heaps. Yeah, it's heaps. It's, it's uh, double Maguire and triple Garfield. Did you forget his name? I was going to say, yeah, I said Maguire, I'm like, Andrew, Andrew? <laughs> and I just spoke about him. <laughs> uh, yeah, so mm. kudos to Tom Holland for just quietly racking up these Spider-Man performances. He's done well. Uh, we won't spoil anything right now. We'll give a you know, quick little... Uh, opinions and review, and then you know, we'll we'll slap a little spoiler stamp right there when we discuss uh, this film in a spoiler sense. But all right, Dean, uh, Marvel's back, MCU is back. It is back. We have seen that this is sitting comfortably in the top ten of the top two fifty at the moment. Last time I checked, it was number eight. Yeah, it had actually yeah, I, I gone today. Yeah, it's still eight. Gone above Pulp Fiction now. Yeah. So and they, I mean, Infinity War did this. Endgame did this. Joker did this. If this is the way it is, I fully expect this to be sitting roughly around maybe 85, 90. Is that roughly where all of them are? I think they are. I think Endgame and Infinity War are sitting at about 65 ish. Uh, Joker's still pretty high, isn't it? Joker's further Joker, down. I think Joker's a little further down now, okay. maybe. Uh, but yeah, this this will be in there. This will be in there. Uh, just a, a question of whether it actually, whether it lands, where it lands after you know the dust clears, basically. After the Marvel diehards have not yeah, just. They just 10 come out at 10 out of 10 before the movies even come out. Yeah. All right, but Dean, what did you think of No Way Home? <laughs> that excited. He was that excited. <laughs> that was so loud. Was it? It's <laughs> not check. <sighs> okay. You're back. What did I think of No Way Home? Mm. I mean, what do you think I thought of it? It was amazing. Amazing. Uh, no, it was It was fantastic. Uh, I, I got to admit, I wasn't... I don't know if I'm, you know... Not getting over Marvel, but I feel like some of the magic is wearing off. Um, yeah, I mean, since was it, was Endgame, twenty six films now, or something like that. Twenty seven. I, I don't know. It's just like I feel like it really finished an Endgame. But then I think about it, and it's like I really liked Far From Home, like Captain Marvel. You so. overrate Far From Home. Captain Marvel was the before Endgame, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, Shang Chi was really good. So it's not like I'm watching stuff. Maybe it's because the TV shows. Like I'm consuming oh, yeah. so much more Marvel content now than ever before. Yep. Um, that maybe it doesn't have the same sort of pull like, oh, my God, a new Marvel film's come out. Plus, yeah. they're releasing, what, three every single year pretty much. So, mm-hmm. it's not as special anymore. Having said that, like, what I mean is I wasn't as excited. When I'm sitting in the cinema waiting for it to come on, I didn't have the excitement that I normally have. Okay. Uh, but I should have because this film's incredible. Yeah. Um, and I loved it. That's my quick thoughts. Hendo, what do you think? Okay. Uh is it, is it safe to say that you're a bigger Marvel fan than me? I think you generally... like. I think. I whatever think. I give, you usually give it an extra half star over the top of it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, okay. Uh, this film is great. Hmm, this film good. is great. It's not amazing. It's great. Not bad. Yeah. I, I have some issues with the film, but the majority of it is, is great. Hmm. It, it, I feel like everything they tried worked really well. Or, like, yeah... I'm I'm keeping very spoiler free. Speaking of spoilers, you know I have no, I have been avoiding trailers, right? So I've been avoiding this trailer. Yeah. Obvious obviously there are things that I cannot avoid. Okay. okay? Just look at the damn poster for this film. Okay? <laughs> there are spoilers everywhere. However, I've stuck to my avoiding this trailer. Yep. Okay? In the previews for this film, I got multiple shots from this film, right? We had a 
Hyundai ad. <laughs> Did you get this ad? Yeah, I know. That was just now. constant footage from the film I have yeah. not seen, I have not watched trailers of, and they're just showing me all this footage of a fucking movie we're about to watch. I was so annoyed. Yeah. So annoyed. Sorry, but that's my little rant. little rant. And you get like Tom Holland and um, Ned and MJ, whatever they are, Zendaya. Oh, who knows Ned's actor's name? Do you know his name? Jacob ba- Ballatin. Yeah, that? That's why we don't know his name. Um, saying, oh, don't spoil the film. And in this little don't spoil the <laughs> film bit, there is spoilers. And they play it off like, how no, funny is this? There's I'm spoilers like- for people who haven't seen any marketing for the film. Yeah. But yeah, I, spoilers for people who haven't seen. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, like, that's, that's stuff that's out there already just because you've actively there's avoided so it. There's so much out there. Yeah, of course there it's is. It's all out there. It's always out there. All oh, this stuff is always so out there. So stupid. I was so annoyed. Uh, having said that, like, I, I knew. I knew all the stuff. Yeah. I just hadn't seen footage of it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it's yeah, very good film. Yes. Very, very good film. Very emotional. More emotional than I anticipated. Yeah, I think this is. Tom Holland's best Spider-Man performance from an acting standpoint gets to give a, you know a lot a lot more range of emotion. Yeah, definitely more range. Yep, I think definitely I th- a more mature film as well. Yes, it is. Uh, you take the kids. I took three kids and not my three kids. Oh, what? Yeah, I took Ethan and two. Okay, so you took one of your. Okay, I thought you just took three other random kids. No, I'm you like, did not think that. You, did, I swear to God, I took Ethan yeah. and two of his friends. Okay, cool. One of which was seven. Um, Questionable. <laughs> I mean, I would have taken Zara in fairness if yeah. she wanted to come, but yeah. Who'd you go with? Uh, me. I'm by myself. Nice. Yes. Good for you, man. So I, I think, miss going to the movies by myself. I think my biggest gripe. Sorry, Ethan. <laughs> I think my biggest gripe with this film is the reasoning for everything getting set up. I think it was a little, little weak. A little weak. Yeah. And I think, I think yep. Peter Parker's decisions throughout this film were not that good. I agree. Yeah, I think the plot ho- there are plot holes. Yeah, um, and stretches, and surely a character wouldn't react like that. Yeah, and just because they're doing that doesn't really mean that this is going to be different. And yeah, I just yeah, I agree with you. The plot is a little like let's bend what we can to achieve the goal we want. Yeah, and sometimes it shows. I'm going to leave it at that because I I'm I haven't even mentioned anything that even even was in the trailers and yeah. that. You know, because, you know, Dean would classify it as a spoiler. I would. I think everyone else besides you has probably seen a trailer for this and knows some of this stuff. But we'll slap a little stamp on the now. Ready? Bang. After this, there is no turning back. I strongly recommend caution. All right, so spoilers right now. If you haven't seen No Way Home, get out of here. Come back, all right? We've got no more to talk about what after this. <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> all right, so, so what did you think of the reveal of... Uh, Garfield and Maguire showing up. Um, well, f- did you know it was coming? Like, did you did you anticipate? Like, there's a you, that you, moment where Ned makes a circle, yeah, which is bullshit. The moment where Ned makes a circle was well, bullshit. He had strangers thingy on him. Yeah, but I think the implication is that not anyone can do that. Okay, and I feel again like, plot holes, you know, all this sort of stuff. Yeah, I, I think that is a massive stretch. Yeah. That just because he has that on, I feel like even Strange. In fact, I remember in Doctor Strange. Took a lot of training to yeah. be able to do what Ned does by accident yeah. repeatedly. Yeah. I'm Convenience. Like, I'm like, come on. Yeah. We're talking about Doctor Strange here yeah. being what? Not as naturally gifted in magic than Ned? <laughs> because, oh, my grandmother said I, we were magical. <laughs> Fuck off. He shouldn't have been able to do it. Um, what did I think of the reveal? Yeah. Like, fantastic. Yeah. 
Lo- I did not expect to love having Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire in this as much as I did. Andrew Garfield was so good in this movie yeah. as his Peter Parker. <laughs> like it was unbelievable. Oh, both of them. The no, the scene when he saves Catches, MJ. Oh. And he's oh, like, and he's looking at her. Oh my god! I almost burst into tears, that, man. That was that was fantastic, and that like I, I love that stuff where yeah. it's like yeah, they're rewarding people who know. Oh, know. there's so many callbacks and so many rewards if you've seen these films. I'm somewhat of a scientist. That was myself. fantastic. Of course, like, all the all the villains coming back here. The power of the sun. Um, Willem Dafoe was fantastic as Green Goblin. He really was, yeah. and like they didn't just you know he's in and he's evil like no. you know. That, the reveal of him, like, being a good guy and, you know, like, Peter Parker runs in and there he is and it's like, oh, hey, yeah, this is Norman or whatever. Yeah. Um, that was great. And, of course, it's great when he turns bad as well. That was yeah. that was also he, awesome. He, he pulls off menacing so well. And you actually, actually get to see his face in this one as mm. the menacing Green Goblin, the little yeah. mask. Oh, I love yeah. that they destroy yeah. that mask. And uh, even that they have, like, the clothes over, over yes. his suit. Yes, of course. It's much more, you know, better looking. Uh, Alfred Molina was, was good. He was fine. Uh, I didn't think he was you know, amazing or anything. Jamie Foxx is... I, 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 <laughs> yeah, I mean, out of the three main villains, because yeah. you don't really include Sandman and Lizard because they well, weren't actually there San- technically. Sandman is the Sandman yeah. for 99% of his on-screen stuff. And the time where they actually are on screen is like footage from the other the movies. Is it or is it de-aged? No, 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 no. It's footage from the previous movies. They, they weren't there. They got their voices. They did a little bit of voiceover. Okay. Yeah, but they weren't there. They couldn't get them in to do filming, so they got them like... What? Yeah. Hold on. Come on. Thomas Hayden Church is so busy, couldn't, he can't couldn't do it. go to Marvel. No, couldn't do it, apparently. Anyway, uh, Come on. Maguire was... He was he was so good. They're both... Yeah. Like, you say Garfield, I think Maguire as well. I thought they were both really, really strong. The, and it's great seeing the three of them, because they are three very yeah, different oh, yeah. Spider-Man. Spider-Man? Yeah, Spider-Man. Um, it's, a, it's a it's a plural interacting between them. It's, yeah. I just thought, like honestly, like you watch this and you're like, oh, how can you watch another Spider-Man movie where it's just one? Yeah, exactly. It's like, what do you mean there's just one villain? But I love seeing <laughs> the continuation of their stories when they come in and, and how yeah. um, uh, Maguire's Parker has you know he's accepted what he what he what he is and he's actually moved on a little bit. Mm. And, you know, he's got a life and that. And you see Garfield's uh, Peter Parker and he's still. Like distraught and yeah, and angry, and it's like yes, like this is this a very uh, very intense performance, which was really really solid. The the death of Aunt May, so unexpected. Even when she said "great power, great responsibility," it still didn't click that she was about to die. And that really sets off, you know, uh, Holland's Peter Parker to go on a rage later on, which I think was great when he he goes to kill Goblin and and Maguire stops him, and he doesn't say doesn't even say anything, just looks at him. Okay. Let's talk about that because he gets mm-hmm. stabbed. But yep. Oh, okay. I that thought, was a negative. I thought, okay, he's going to die. Yep. He just stands up and he's fine. Yeah, I thought I thought that was a cop out. I was like, this is a good way. Maguire probably won't come back, shouldn't have to come back. He's getting old. Get him like he dies there at the hands of Goblin. And and the way he dies by the glider pretty much, isn't yep. it? Like, like, like yep. how Goblin died exactly. in Spider-Man 1. It would have yeah. been a great little, you know, yeah. tie in there. Yeah. Um, it was weird where, yeah, he stood up and like he's, yeah, he's being held by Garfield, but... By no no way does he look like he's about to die. Yeah. Yeah. So what about the the, the actual ending where um, Holland tells tells Strange to wipe everyone's memory of him? Yeah. Great. Yeah. And you know why it's great? Because you get that fucking moment. 
right, where Tom Holland goes into the cafe yep. and he sees this girl he loves, you know, who cares about Ned, but he sees her and he's just, he wants to tell her and he loves her so much that he can't because he knows deep down she'll be safer if he if she never knows him. And that killed me. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> you know, I'm a sucker for that stuff. Yeah. I was just like, oh, this forbidden love, like, come on. Yeah. Ah! I, I didn't mind. I thought it was pretty good. Calm so down. good. Calm down. Loved it. I was like, what a scene. I think I know what you're going to give it, and I think I think you know what I'm going to give it. I think so. Yeah? Is there anything else you want to talk spoiler-wise? Uh, it's, 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 there's so many callbacks to all the other movies. Like, it's just, it's fan service at, at, to the umpteenth degree. Like, I, I think this is the most fan service movie I've ever seen. More than Infinity War. Was Infinity War's fan service oh, I mean, it fan services... All the other, all the other Marvel films prior, this one brings in multiple different universes and so many callbacks to. Is that fan probably service? Would, I think it was. I think it was. I think this is fan service. Oh, absolutely! Literally having like a, a dungeon with cells of each villain from each movie. Yep. Uh, God, imagine, and I know it wouldn't have made sense, but imagine if like Michael Keaton's Vulture was there. Oh, <laughs> oh, he's good. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go first with your rating? Honestly, I'm I'm on the fence between what. Four and four and a half. Okay, cool. Um, do you want me to help you set, I, set your I bar? I think you're you're either three and a half or four. Oh no no no! I'm, three and a half. I'm I'm a, I'm a strong four. Oh really? Yeah yeah, yeah. I'm a four. Uh, oh wow. Okay. Like, but but it's I'm I'm not. It's not a, a thing where it's like it's either it's close to closer to a four and a half. It's like right in the middle. Like I don't I don't think it's yeah. going to change for me. It won't go down. It won't go up. Yeah. I th- I think it's. I th- the problem is there are like issues. Like most four mm-hmm. and a half star films. Um, you know, there's not like you're like, oh, there's this issue, this issue, this issue. But I think... The, the story is really, really weak I, overall. Yeah, but I think the good stuff does outweigh. Yeah. It's sort of like, yeah, we're not watching, you know... The Godfather. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, insert any good non-Marvel film here. Yeah. Just draw a blank. Uh, we're not watching The Godfather. I think we but- had a list that we could, you know, reference. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, probably, probably four and a half stars. I mean, yeah. I just enjoyed this film so much. And, like, it's so nostalgic. Like, as I walked out, I was talking to Ethan that I was like, you guys don't get it. Like, I was 12 years old seeing Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man and yep. now he's old and I'm old. Yep. And, like, you're seeing it from different points. I just thought all oh, that worked so well. They did yep. not drop the ball with having the three Spider-Men there. Um, re- yeah, four and a half stars. You've okay. talked me into it. Anyway. Fair enough. Face, uh, what is it? Face four. It's gone fine for me so far. All, all, four, all three ha- films have four stars. For I me. haven't seen Eternals. Oh yeah, that's in there too. I haven't seen that yet either. We'll get to that eventually. What is? What's the other one? Uh, Shang Chi and Black Widow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, that's it for what we've else been watching. What's Thanks, the next guys? one? Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. After Eternals, yeah, we haven't seen it yet. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. Multiverse of Madness. That's the next yeah. movie that's yeah. going to come out. Yeah. Next week, we are back to the top 250, and we're back with a patron roulette pick. And this one comes from Jamie Russell, and he has selected Whiplash. Yeah, Whiplash. It should be a great time, Hendo. It should be a lot of good fun happening next week. So thank you very much, gang, for checking out the episode, and we'll see you next week for Whiplash. Bye. Bye.